I praise God for this wonderful opportunity he has given to each one of us to come in this space once again to rejoice and to give thanks for his goodness in our lives. Today I wanted to focus a bit on paintings. Any painting captures our attention, even if you do not know least of all. I mean to say, even if you do not know the basics, you would admire the painting. Because when you see a painting, you don't begin to see whether it is done right or if the, it is finished correct. You begin to see from the lens of the artist, from the lens of the painter. I never heard anyone saying about a painting, it is bad or it is not a good finish because we always try to read the mind of the painter when we see the painting because painting is an expression. It's a story. It is emotion or maybe that has evolved out of a situation or a crisis. So we cannot really say anything because I think painting is the only, only art form where people begin to see and reflect from the lens or from the perspective of the painter. Today my focus scripture is from Ephesians 2 verse 10. It says, For God created you to be his handiwork in Jesus Christ and prepared you in advance to do good works, prepared you in advance to do good works. I wanted to give you a context of the scripture so when you go well, you can later um, read uh, from 1 to 10 verses so that it gives you more clarity uh, what I'm trying to tell you this morning. The word handiwork, for you are created as God's handiwork. Handiwork in Greek means poiomia. In English, the meaning is poem. The meaning for it in Greek is inspiration and art. So we are God's creation. We are God's inspiration. When we look at this word inspiration in Ephesians 2.10, the handiwork, it is the call for the hearers to look at their own stories. Look at your story in a particular way, not the way how you experienced then, back then, but the way how you experienced to get here. The God's welcoming grace, how he made you to get here. Only when you see from that vantage point, you will be able to understand God's amazing, loving grace in your life. The context of this chapter especially, there is this wrenching debate between the Gentiles and the Jews. The Gentiles were asked to remember their story in a particular way because back then they were living in a hopeless situation. They were depraved. They do not know God. With all these polistic practices, 
they messed up themselves, not listening to God, turning their backs. Now this is the time, it's a call to the hearers to return, to remember their story in a particular way. Both the Jews and the Gentiles have the story of pain and violence and the converging cultures and convictions. And with mutual hostility and suspicion, they are divided. But in this scripture, God, when he says, you are my handiwork, it is not something talking about a creation, but it's a spiritual unity. Many people may interpret that way, but it, here it is a spiritual unity because separation, division is a sin. And here we see that the call given to them to remove all those kinds of hostility from them and look forward with hope and to be reconciled and to rejoice in the ever-flowing gift of God's love in their lives. Today I stand at this backdrop of a painting. This painting has emerged when Ferguson had its first rising in 2014, when Michael Brown was killed a few, a few blocks from this St. Stephen's Church because of systematic racism. So people were losing hope. They began questioning. They got restless. And a bunch of painters came together and did this painting, envisioning hope, peace, justice, and love between these two communities. And lately we have seen George Floyd being killed again because of this racism. So people are beginning to question. In America it is racism, in India it is casteism. So every country is confronting with this evil structures and systems. So when we are in that struggle, many times we question, we lose hope. But artists have this beautiful way of putting that hope, the joy and love into our hearts by refreshing and brightening our lives. There is this grasshopper mentality. It is, you take many different forms forgetting who you are. In Ephesians 2.10 it says, you are created for God's handiwork, just to do for God's work. So we grasshopper mentality is when some giant impossibilities happen or when things repeatedly happen, when you look for some hope, something to happen, when it is not happening, you lose hope. You get disappointed and you give up on things. But in Ephesians 2.10, it says, do not lose hope because you are created in God's hand as God's handiwork to do good works. You are prepared to do only good works. So perhaps if you are still battling with that kind of uh, 
grasshopper mentality, losing hope and being a, a, a discouragement, then you have to hop from that mentality to hope building personality. Today it's a call when we see in the scripture, they were united. So similarly, when we see this painting here, how the artist have envisioned to bring out the best, not, not the dark side, not uh, the overtones that can lead you in a, uh, in a messy or a bad things, but on a brighter side to look forward and to look with joy that things would possibly happen with goodness and hope. God is still painting your story. So let our lives be canvas in his hands. Allow him to work closely with you in the light and darkness of this hard world. May God inspire each one of us to continue the good works and to bring glory to his name. May God bless these words, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.